Well, good afternoon, y'all. It's so good to see y'all. <laughs> I tell you, thank you. Um, it has been quite the little journey. Uh, most of you know that I was in quarantine for the past 14 days. Um, I wasn't sick. I just came in contact with somebody that was um, tested positive for COVID, and so the diocese makes the automatic go into 14 days of quarantine. So. I had a really long retreat, for the most part. Um, I kept getting text messages from people. They're like, I'm sure the squirrels are going crazy in your head. I'm like, you have no idea. Um, it has been a journey. Um, you know, and when I look at the, uh, the reading today, the, gospel, I mean, the, uh, the first reading from Genesis, it's absolutely fascinating. Um, I love the order of things of how creation happened. And, um, I also love this beautiful image that man and woman were created in God's very image and likeness, right? And you felt it in quarantine, right? What is the image of God? Well, He is a trinity of persons. He's a Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The three of them, one person, one divine, right? He's one, but yet three. He is a community. And being in quarantine, <laughs> you realize how desperately we need that community. How desperately in reality is at the core of who we are as human beings is the image and likeness of God and he's a community of persons and so therefore we are created to be in community. And I think that's one of the most tragic things that is happening in this whole pandemic is it's going at the very nature of who we are as human beings and it's severing us. Can't go see him. Can't touch him. Can't hug. I hug trees. Like, I love to hug, right? It is really hitting at a core of who we are as human beings, and you felt it in quarantine, right? Um, but so you have this beautiful story of creation, and then so I love how it continues of how God created, um, and then how God gives Adam and Eve dominion over all these things to name them and have authority over them. Um, but I also like that on the seventh day, God rested, and he made that day holy. Um, I thought about that and I was like, well, I've had 14 days of, <laughs> of rest. I'm like, it's time to work, right? It's time to get back and to work. Um, because work is, uh, in and of itself, is something that is sanctified. It was a command given to Adam um, at the beginning of creation. And then part of the fall, this is really interesting, part of the fall, what happened was the very gift that God had given to Adam was to be able to work. And that was a true gift. He had dominion over the care of God's creation. For Eve, she was naturally going to be able to bring forth children, but there would have been no labor pains. It would have been the coolest experience of bringing forth babies. Women, women imagine that. Like, that would be super cool. You can have birth and poof, there was no pain associated with it. <laughs> Darn Eve. <laughs> and how do we know that? Well, because whenever you look at the curse that was given to each of them, it was the direct opposite from the blessing. The blessing for Adam was to be able to work. And he wouldn't have had to sweat. He wouldn't have hurt his back. <laughs> it had just been pure joy to be able to tend the garden. And for Eve, she would have given babies, but there would have been no labor pain. Why? Because the curse is from now on you're going to bring forth children in pain. And Adam, you're going to work, but now you're going to have the sweat of your brow. It's going to be painful to work now, right? And so we celebrate this great Labor Day, this great day where God has given each of us the ability to be able to work, and He sanctified it. And because that happened with Adam and Eve, now work is a curse, Jesus comes into the picture. 
And what does Jesus do? He was known as what? The son of the carpenter. He learned the carpenter's trade. Jesus sanctified work. But Jesus had it properly ordered. Jesus didn't work on Sunday. Why? Because that was a sacred day, a holy day, set aside for rest. Right? So Jesus sanctified work and showed us exactly how it should be done. Right? And so I just think that's really cool. Like, when we look at Jesus, like, he worked and he worked hard and he had to provide, especially once Joseph passed away, he had to provide for Our Lady. You know? But Joseph taught him that wonderful trade in the carpenter shop. You know, and I think one of the things, too, that we see happening with this pandemic, one, another one of the effects, um, is our Sundays, right? Many of you, you're here, right? You know, it's, you don't have to be here. You don't even have to go to Mass on Sundays at this point. But you're still coming. And that's such a gift, right? But I think what we're seeing happening is there is a lack of reverence for Sundays. Um, most of you, I, I know you, and y'all come to Mass on Sundays. Um, but whenever you look on the broader scale, we're seeing that. Sunday is almost becoming another day of the week. Another day I can work. Another day I can just kind of chill out, whatever. And we're not going to Mass. And people, even now, aren't watching much on YouTube. Some are, yeah. But for the most part, when it first hit, we had 10,000 views on YouTube and Facebook just from St. Thomas on our weekday Mass. Now there's less than 1,000. I'm hoping most of them are going to Mass wherever they might be. That would be awesome, right? But what we're seeing is that there is a, a disorder that's taking place that we're going to have to deal with as Catholics, especially as priests, is that Sunday needs to become still a day of rest, proper order, to worship God and family, to be together with them, and leisure, right? Like, that's a holy thing. So it's good that we work. It's good that we've been given this wonderful gift from God, sanctified by Jesus, to be able to work. But we can't forget that that Lord's Day is a day of rest. It's a day to, if, if what I'm doing today can be put off to Monday, we put it off to Monday. I had a monk that I was friends with. He said, he said, if I'm watering the plants, I only give them enough water to make it through the day on Sunday so I can water them real good on Monday. I'm like, well, that's really kind of cool, right? And so this is, this is a great gift that we have. Wonderful, wonderful gift is the Lord's Day, um, where God, we enter into the very rest of God, right? Into the very... Uh, likeness of who God is, that community, that, that image and likeness of God, we get to work on that on Sundays. We get to go visit those that we may need to catch up with a little bit on Sundays. Why? So we can live more fully in the image and likeness of God, of who we are as people made for community and communion with other people. Our work days are really busy, and we might not get that, but let's make it an effort this Sunday to go, you know what, I haven't gone and visited my aunt or my grandma in a while. For obvious reasons, you know. And if it's safe to go and visit them, go visit them. Or, or go talk social distance on the porch with a cup of coffee and, and just enter into that community, that communion, um, so that we can fully live what it means to, to work with great, uh, a great reverence, a great love, and enter into what it is to be that image and likeness of God. Amen? Yeah.